This is The Structuring Podcast. Welcome back. This is Terry War, and we're on episode 21 of The Structuring Podcast. Today, I just want to talk about the so-called six-year rule for capital gains tax. The six-year rule is found in section 118-145 of the Income Tax Assessment Act 1997. And I think you should stop now and just Google that so you can have a read of the section. So Google 118-145-ITAA97 and look at the actual law itself. Basically, what the section says is if a dwelling that was your main residence ceases to be your main residence, you may continue to treat it as your main residence. And then there's two choices or two circumstances. If the property is income producing, the maximum period you can count it as your main residence while absent is six years. However, if it's not income producing, it can be counted as your main residence indefinitely. And subsection two actually states that each time the dwelling becomes the main residence again and then ceases to be the main residence, the six-year period starts again. So what does this all mean? Well, basically it means if you have a a dwelling and it ceases to be your dwelling, if you have a property and you rent it out, then you can continue to count it as your main residence even though you're not living there. And that can be for a period of up to six years. If it's not income producing, for example, if an older person goes into a a nursing home and the, the property might sit vacant for 10 years or so, that can still be the main residence even though the owner is not living in there as long as it's not income producing. It also means you can move in, move out, rent the property, move back in five years after renting it, stay there for a short period and then rent it out again for another six years or so. And both periods which exceed six years, both periods can be used to count the property as the main residence as long as each period doesn't total six years or more. This is a very important tool for investors and every investor should really try and learn the section and study it deeply because it can save you a lot of tax. But note the wording of the the law. It says if a dwelling, so it doesn't apply to vacant land. There must be an actual house or some sort of dwelling on it. You can't have a main residence without a residence. You also must be absent, so you can't rent out part of the property. For example, rent out one room to a flatmate. We can do that, but you can't claim the six-year rule and do it. Also, the usual rules apply to main residence, so you can't claim another property as your main residence for an overlapping period with the six-year rule. You can't claim the six-year rule on a property that's 10 hectares in size because it's above the minimum two hectares. Well, you you can claim it, but you can't claim the exemption on the whole property. You can't claim the six-year rule on a property before you move in, but that doesn't necessarily mean you can't claim it on a property after you move into it. For example, Bart might be renting out his house, living with his parents. He finds out about the six-year rule. He then moves into it for three months and then he moves back home. He could count the property as his main residence after he moved out, but not before he moved in. And because the subsection 2 also states you can move in and out multiple times, 
that's another strategy worth considering. If you have rented your rental property out for five years, you might want to consider moving back in at the 5.5 year mark, stay for a while, and then move out again. That way it could continue to be exempt from capital gains tax. For example, let's say Bart buys a property, he rents it out for five years, he finds out about the six-year rule, he then moves into it for six months, he moves out back living with his parents, he then rents the property for 5.5 years, and then in year 10 he moves in and out again, and then he sells it in year 15. So if you add all those up, he might have rented it out for five years, and then he moved in and out, but the next 10 years, the whole period can be counted as his main residence. And that would mean when he sells the property, only one third of the gain is going to be subject to capital gains tax. So it's a very important rule. You should study it, you should learn it, and there's various strategies which we might discuss in the future. But anyway, that's it for this week and we'll cover something else next week. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.